Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally... We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HalloFameBets.com, HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Macho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! welcome welcome to old-fashioned football it is thursday we're coming to you a little bit earlier than normal uh hitting the noon hours liquid lunchtime as we used to say at the xfl gambling podcast make sure you check that out when xfl gambling podcast rolls around but before we keep going i gotta introduce myself my name is Jay Mark. You can find me on Twitter or the X at JMarkFootball. You can find our show at Old Fashioned FB. And before we get talking about the slew of injuries and the start sets, I'm going to bring in my co-host on the pod and in life. You can call her Miranda if you want to be formal. You can call her Mur. You can find her on Twitter or the X at the Mur Mark. Mur, how you doing today? Doing great, Justin. Week two is already here. It is here. Hopefully, um, we had some audio not playing on our side. Hopefully, you all could hear it. It's always something. We're, we're like. such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're still re- we're still relatively new to the whole live streaming. So um, let's hope it did play. I don't know what's. I've had audio problems all week with this. I I couldn't get my headphones attached to it and all that stuff. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, how how'd your week one go? How'd your waivers go? Actually, Let, okay, uh, that was a big sigh. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> My that waivers, <laughs> no. Um, in Linkster, there's not fab. They went well. I knew my waiver order. I knew who would likely land to me or who wasn't going to be paying attention if I knew who our people were in our league. Fab. Let's just talk about fab. Yeah, fab is like auction drafts with your college friends <laughs> where you mean they go a little crazy crazy oh my gosh yes you couldn't get anybody it's week one like people are blowing their fab over 50 percent of their fab and and this is in like leagues like the guillotine league where it yeah. makes sense somebody like i'm trying to remember who was on the waiver wire uh jalen hurts but do you really want to spend 
60% of your fab on week one for Jalen Hurts. I do understand. It's not a super flex league. I just want to throw that out there. It's not a super flex league. I have Justin Fields in this league. And I debated if I was going to put any, like put a waiver claim out there for Jalen Hurts. And I thought about it and I was like, I'd have to spend, I knew I'd have to spend probably 30%, Mm -hmm. probably to get Jalen Hurts. And I didn't want to do that. I have Justin Fields. I still have hope that he's going to be a top five quarterback this year. Week one, a horrible game against the Packers. Just, yeah, it was horrible. He still did well, but he didn't perform to what I think his average is going to be. And so I didn't put in for Jalen hurts, but Jalen hurts went crazy. I put in for Derrick Henry Mm -hmm. and I thought I was putting in a lot of my fab for him. And I, nope, nope. People are crazy. Yeah. Speaking of Derrick Henry, real quick, shout out to the chat. JP checking in says, should I send over Derrick Henry for Kenneth Walker? For me, I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. I know mm-hmm. Tajay Spears um, had more snap counts, but Derrick Henry still had more of the carries. And uh, I-, I think they're going to get back to dominating with Derrick Henry. That's the only way that they can win, really. Um is by feeding Derrick Henry the ball. So I, I don't think I would do that necessarily. Uh, yeah, 15 carries for mm-hmm. 63 yards. Thanks for pulling that up. Tyje yeah. Spears had three carries for 27 yards. So you could say that, oh, man, Derrick Henry got outsnapped, but he outcarried by a lot. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, just that, that – And I don't Mm -hmm. think Kenneth Walker, I know he seemed to have a feel on the backfield there, but with them bringing in Jackson Smith and Jigba in the offseason, they drafted Zach Charbonnet. I think they're going to spread around a little bit more. I'm not getting rid of Derrick Henry. No, rely on Derrick Henry. Back to your point about If I had him, I don't have him. Right. But I'm not, I wouldn't get rid of him. (laughs) Um, Back to your point about Fab in one of the leagues I'm in, which I I cannot, uh, can't discuss what the league is. Well, there's it's like a secret, top secret league, right? Yeah, more info on that towards the end of the season. But top secret league, uh, Justin Jefferson was on the team that got kicked out of the league. You get a thousand dollars fab. Justin Jefferson went for a thousand dollars. Unbelievable! That he is like best wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just when you do that. I, this guy clearly really wanted him. <clears throat> People are going crazy week one with mm-hmm. their fab reactions. Don't do it. I, I just, I don't <laughs> I mean, <laughs> know because then the rest of the season you have no fab. Right. And in this league, it isn't an elimination league. Yes. Top secret. Sorry. Top secret. Lips yes. are zipped now. Sealed. If it was an elimination <laughs> league, <laughs> if it was like a guillotine, you have that's the league where somebody's out every week, like a guillotine, you yeah. know, in a so guillotine league every be, week, somebody's cut lowest yeah. team and their whole roster goes to fab. Just like in the one where I'm talking about Jalen hurts went for a lot. And I didn't get Derrick Henry because I thought putting in 30 over 30% of my fab would get me Derrick Henry. I was wrong. Right. And every week though, but here's the thing next week, a top running back, a top wide receiver, probably a top 10 quarterback ish is going to be available on the waiver. Yeah. And people are, I mean, I guess if I hang on to that fab a little bit, mm-hmm. but in that league, I, I was sitting good. I was like top 
what was I? There's 18 teams in this I think league. You were seventh. I was seventh. I right. So I am not, and I, my top player didn't play. Like he's coming back, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna be okay in this league. Talk um, about, let's talk about a guy that you were big on in our waiver wire show, and I, I couldn't help but notice you got a lot of shares of him. <laughs> Raheem your, Shaheen. Yeah, Raheed Raheed Shaheed. Raheed Shaheed. Hold you know on. Who we're talking about yes. Shaheed of the Saints. I wanted to play a little <laughs> clip here. This came out after the game. You did not see this real time, obviously. But uh, there's a little clip here that I we probably won't be able to hear it. But uh, I, we did get confirmation in the chat that they were able to hear what was playing, thankfully. And also um, Calvo and Jonathan Major. We'll get to your questions in one second here. Um, yeah, this is a, a clip of Rashid Shaheed. That Rashid Shaheed. Rashid, oh my God. <laughs> okay, we're done talking. We're done saying Let's his just name. play the clip. <laughs> Give me another shot. Be ready if I give you a go route to end this thing. All right? For Rashida, go. Yes. Hey, hey, listen to me, Sheed. Freaking run. 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 So it's Carr on third down. Down the sideline. Open receiver, Shaheen. Boom! Yeah! Yes! Ah! What a huge first down. Yes. All right. So for me, when your quarterback says like they're in a, a down and distance where they need the yards, they need to move the ball down the field in order to get that field goal or touchdown to take the lead. And your quarterback, Derek Carr says, Hey, let's get Shahid and we're going to, we're going to do a go route. He called him out. He wanted to get him the ball. Now my favorite part of that clip is, um, Jamison Williams, or not Jamison, Jameis Winston. <laughs> We're failing. Today. Yeah. Jameis Winston on the <laughs> sideline there after Carr says it, he goes, Yeah. Like, <laughs> that just cracked me up. Yeah. Good job, Winston, of backing him up there. But I think he's going to be a big player. Carr likes getting him the ball. Mm-hmm. And that there's a reason he trusted him to run that go route. And he told him, he said, freaking run, man. And he knew that's where he was going the whole play. So that speaks volume. So I think that's a, a big deal mm-hmm. for picking him up. Yeah. I, and I know like we were saying, don't overreact. And we going, I don't think that's an overreaction. I didn't know how car was going to look, how the saints offense was going to look. Right. And just seeing the target share there and how well he did. I got excited, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but for now, I wanted to make sure I have him. (laughs) Absolutely. So we got a question here from Calvo, T. Higgins, or Brandon Ayuk this week. Ayuk for the 49ers plays against the Rams Mm -hmm. this weekend, and T. Higgins plays against Baltimore. What are your thoughts there? Well, okay, defenses aside – Brandon Ayuk got almost 30% of the target share last week. And 100% catch rate. That always stands out to me. Mm-hmm. 8 for 8 that means he was where he was supposed to be and him and Brock Purdy were on the same page. He got over 32 and half PPR yeah. points. Um, T. Higgins, zero points last week. That was a rough game <laughs> for the Bengals. Um, but he still got 26% of the target share. Yeah, so here's an interesting thing looking at the stats. They both got targeted eight times. Ayuk pulls it down eight times. Higgins pulls it down zero times. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a tough one. 
but me personally, I'm going Ayuk here. I think the Bengals have a tougher matchup defensively against that Ravens mm-hmm. defense. They looked good. I know it was just the Texans that they played, but I still think that the uh, the Ravens looked good and the Rams, they look good too, but I, I think that might be more of uh, the Seahawks struggling. So I, w- I would go Ayuk here. What do you think? You agree with me? Uh, well, Ayuk was my instant, like I would go Ayuk, yeah. just based on that performance. Um, they play the Ravens again. Is that who we said they play? The Sorry. The Bengals playing? play the Ravens. So Bengals, Higgins, never yeah. mind. So yeah. he's playing the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Which I think the Rams they, defense looked good, but I think it was more they of allowed the more. Seahawks looked bad. They allowed, mm, yeah. The Ravens did allow more passing yards. Yeah. I don't know. I would still go with Ayuk. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. So, Calvo, we both think Ayuk. Um, Kate says, I got whiskey on the brain. <laughs> Danny says, me too. Still waiting for Justin to give a good recipe. Miranda is the better um, drink maker, so she'll shoot you one over. <laughs> we got a question from Jonathan Major here. 12-man PPR, Barkley and Cup. Accidentally auto-drafted second round. I, I still like Cup. He's going to come back and be good. Dak. Walker, Calvin Ridley, George Pickens, TJ Hawkinson, Javante. I think that's probably Javante. Um, the bench is Sutton, Dubs, and Nakua. 0-1 was offered Joe Burrow for Cup, Nakua, and Dak. Do I do it? So basically, Joe Burrow for Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, and Dak Prescott. I would not do it. Um, I think you're giving up more. We were mm-hmm. big on uh nakua mm-hmm. for puka for being a pickup and i still think you know i heard a lot of people say well but hey cooper cup's going to come back and Puka's not going to be as good i disagree because i think cup's going to draw so much of that defense and stafford and puka are building this cup always, okay right cup always draws defense and he's still he's still amazing good. no i agree with that i just think puka's going to have a lot of one-on-one matchups that are going to be able to exploit that I still mm-hmm. think he's going to be relevant. Um, I know Dak didn't look good, but Dak didn't have to do much, honestly, um, against the Giants as they won 40 to nothing with defensive touchdowns, pump blocks, everything. That game was a mess. So Dak didn't necessarily accrue a lot of stats, but he didn't need to. I, I think I would hold off on that. I like mm-hmm. Burrow. I do too. I think, but I think giving yeah. up Cup, Nakua, and Dak is too much. Mm-hmm. If it was maybe Nakua and Dak, I would do it. Would you give up Cup and Dak for Joe Burrow? I'm not ready. I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not ready to move on from Cup. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think I am either because once no. he comes back, he is one of the best wide receivers mm-hmm. in the league when healthy. Real quick before we keep going, we got to let you know where you can go place your bets. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Again, that's $5, only $5, and you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Download the app now and use code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. And remember, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, so make sure you get them in. And uh, we're also brought to you by GameTime. Look, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, and GameTime's the fast and easy way to get tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals. They got flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find. Look, it is so hard to plan nine months in advance that I'm going to be going to this game or that game. So what do you do? You wait till the last minute because that's, that's the American way. The American <laughs> way is to procrastinate, wait to that last minute and get, then get your tickets cheaper. They're easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area. Thing I like most, you can see what your seat view is like, no restricted view surprises and the lowest price guaranteed. If you, uh, if you find tickets in that same section, for the uh, a better price, they'll gain. They'll credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat, buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone also, so you don't have to dig around in your junk. Nobody likes digging around in their junk. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We got, a lot, we got a lot of injuries, but before we get to that, let's remind everybody what we talked about uh, whiskey-wise on Monday. Yes, on Monday, we did a review of uh, Willet Bourbon. I, I really liked this one. We gave everybody, you can go back and listen, we gave everybody background and history. Um, and you may have heard, I am in love with the bottle. <laughs> it was created using the blueprints of the distillery's original uh pot still yeah it's a beautiful bottle really good bourbon you also love the wood or i mean the the stopper the cork stopper mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a unique, high quality wood it well it's <laughs> just inner you know wood stoppers in your whiskey bottles are just they're normally all the same this is like shaped yeah and like i just i like it it's it's a beautiful bottle <laughs> everything about the bottle is unique it was architecturally designed yes <laughs> And go back to listen to the full uh, full history and taste profile on that. You can even skip ahead in the YouTube video or on the uh, Spotify. I'm not sure if Apple does that or not. I know Spotify does because I'm a Spotify guy. But um, you can scroll right to the whiskey review if you want to check that out. Why don't we talk about a little bit of injuries? Yeah, we do need to recap. There's a long list of them too. Yes. Uh, so we brought you a pretty long list already on Monday. But... Yes. Aaron Rodgers. We need to talk about this one. Um, and I want to specifically point out, like I didn't, I don't really do a lot of the sports betting, like for these kind of bets. <laughs> there was a bet out there, pretty much a guaranteed one. We did, we did give it out on the show. We, we did. It was so. in, yeah, we did give it out uh, for throwing over under half a yard. I feel like this is a given. He's going to throw over half a yard. How many seconds into the game did he get injured? So into the game, I think it was like three minutes and 23 seconds. But for the Jets offense having the ball, it was like 75 seconds because <laughs> the uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast tweeted out something about frat guys will tell you that's a long time. 
<laughs> yes, 75 <laughs> seconds. I remember this. It was 75 seconds. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> he did not throw half a yard. No. <laughs> so that freebie was not a freebie. And I he's done. He tore his Achilles. Tore his Achilles, complete tear, not mm-hmm. a partial, complete tear. And when we were watching, we watched like the uh the recap video or whatever, the replay, and you could see you could cap, see his cap, cap bulge. It was awful. I hate seeing they the say injury like playback. Or like a curtain, those old just, shades, it rolls right up. It was awful. It was <laughs> awful to see. Like you knew it was bad before they announced it when we yeah. were watching the replays. So this week just to kind of go along with this and I'm not wishing injury on anyone. I need to <laughs> preface this. The same bet is out there for Jalen hurts over under half a yard. I'm terrified. <laughs> I have to give you shit again because I do believe it's preface. 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 We, we've, we've been over this before. Don't get into my, you say words weird too. I do. Um, At we, least I'm not saying process. Process, process or what's <laughs> that the, one bothers me is process the i i give the the main show sean and kramer i give them shit because they say tournament instead of tournament tournament and that, tournament and that bothers me so it's, in the chat if you're if you're in the chat right now youtube.com slash old dash fashion football let us know if you say tournament or tournament um uh, do well, you say preface or pre it's preface. preface. It's it is preface. kind of preface, isn't it? It is kind of. No, it is preface, <laughs> not kind of. But but that's all right. Uh, let's talk about Kenneth Gainwell. This is like the bag or bag. No, it's bag. There's no bags. <laughs> I say bag too. <laughs> Anyways, um, Kenneth Gainwell, who we said to pick up on the waiver wires. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. He is going to be out with a rib injury on Thursday, but. I'm still okay with this pickup. Yeah. I picked him up. I am too. We did say he was a start rest of the year, not just like a, hey, we're going to start him only one mm-hmm. week. Um, he's going to have 11 days rest too because they play tonight and then they don't play again until Monday. He will be back by then, they said. Um, it is unfortunate that you use a waiver to get him, but he's still going to be the starter in their uh, backfield, I believe. And, and he'll be a and, starter in your lineup when he's healthy. Yeah, agreed. We also have Deontay Johnson. The initial report said he'd be out about four weeks. They just said earlier today that he's day to day. So we'll yeah, see with that. He said that. I don't know if. Oh, I he mean, said it. Yeah, he he said, well, I'm day to day, even though the organization said like four weeks. So he must be feeling better than they're saying. Yeah. But we'll, we'll just kind of see. And that was a hamstring injury that he had. Yeah. Should we talk about the slew of tight ends? Do you want to talk about your guy first? The guy. Let's talk about him. Travis Kelsey. He was a limited participant Wednesday, which was yesterday. Danny says <laughs> Team Murr, by the way. <laughs> um, he's dealing with a deep bone bruise. That doesn't sound good. Well, it sounds a little painful. Yeah, but unpleasant. I, I uh I follow the their podcast. Yeah. The, the two brothers do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've all realized, but he's got this weird mustache right now, rather than like Either usually he has no facial hair or he's got like a bit of a beard with the mustache. Mm-hmm. The mustache is very prominent. He calls it El Trevador. Anyway, oh my God. <laughs> he said when the Chiefs lose that he would shave it. Well, they lost week one. And so his brother Jason called him out on that. And Travis said, Well, I'm a fucking liar. This thing's sticking around. <laughs> and uh, he said he was excited to see what kind of superpowers El Trevador has on the field in week two. Maybe he's kind of uh, I'm hoping. saying there that he will be there. I'm, I'm hoping because I, I, 
everyone knows how passionately I feel about Travis Kelsey and I went after him everywhere I could. And so he was on my, he was on my bench in almost yeah. all my leagues. It was a little painful for me. Yeah. Same. I had him in a couple leagues and it was painful because I listened to you. Um, I want to talk about two other tight <laughs> Travis ends. Travis Kelsey. You don't have to listen to me. <laughs> I guess. I want to talk about two other tight ends real quick. Mark Andrews, limited participant yesterday with a quadricep injury. However, reporter Ryan Mink, who is the official Ravens website reporter, suggested he will make his debut for the year this week. Darren Waller also during mm-hmm. dealing with a hamstring injury. And he it's the same hamstring that put him on IR last year. He said it's not a hamstring, actual hamstring injury, though. Right now, it's the nerves behind the hamstring. So if I have read correctly, this is the kind of thing where they will probably give him a shot before the game, kind of a painkiller numbing shot. And after that, once it starts wearing off, it's all a pain tolerance thing. So we're about to see how much of a man Darren Waller is. Um, Because, I mean, if it wears off when he's on the field, I know it's not an injury, but nerve pain can be... And that's, that's the thing. I don't think the injury can get worse. So likely he will play, but it is all going to be pain tolerance. That's awful. Yeah. That's if, if he's in pain on the field, it's going to affect his play. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it could, I mean, we've seen guys play through weird injuries and stuff, but we'll see. I'm not running if my legs on fire and killing me. <laughs> well, you're also not getting paid millions. Of dollars, I guess, so. I guess if I was getting paid millions, yes, just I'll, I'll run through the burn. Right. <laughs> All right. Aaron Jones, he has a hamstring injury. He did not practice yesterday. They're being very quiet about this one. Yeah. LaFleur isn't saying much, just that they're going to give it the course of the week before they make a determination. And I feel like if you're quiet about an injury, when you like, I feel like you're quiet, kind of like when you think they're not going to play. Right. If he was going to, if he was fine and you knew he was going to play, I feel like he'd they'd be just like, be he's like, good. he's be fine. But they're not really, you know, yeah. coming right out. Um, so this injury, if I had Aaron Jones, it would make me nervous. Yeah. And Agreed. I would probably be looking to see if AJ Dillon was available or in some deeper leagues, maybe Emmanuel Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, their rookie, Emmanuel Wilson, I think. He's going to, if if Jones can't go, he will be backing up A.J. Dillon. And Dillon didn't really look the, all that efficient. Mm-mm, so He didn't. If Dillon is slow again and not looking efficient, Wilson might be the guy in, in deeper leagues. Um, this injury report is miles long. So before we keep going and before we get to our start sits, which we did very good on last week, by the way. We did. Um, I want to tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform, for parlays, player props, and game lines, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an unex- as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month a day. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We're also brought to, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Win with their fantasy pick'em game 
pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually spend your Sundays doing, watching the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. And so one that I like this week, I gave one out last week that it ended up missing the the Josh Allen prop by half a yard. Mm -hmm. Well, I gave it out this week, I guess, Monday night. Josh Allen's rushing prop missed by half a yard. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers didn't hit. So we're going with three this time. Jalen Hurts to get you over half total yards that can be rushing or <laughs> passing. Hopefully, underdog did not just jinx Jalen Hurts, but I went higher than half a yard. And then I did a little kicker prop because kickers need love to hire on Greg Joseph to have over six kicking points. I mean, that's a, a 40 yard field goal and two extra points or two 40 yard field goals. Who knows? And then uh, I had to give a little love sort of to Kirk Cousins and how he normally looks in prime time where he doesn't do all that great. So Kirk Cousins over half an interception. I think he'll throw one. So uh, that's six times your money. Bet $10, get 60. Discuss, uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog is going to double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Now back to old-fashioned football. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> Calm down over there. I know. <laughs> um, just real quick, shouting out to the chat. Kathy's nervous because she has Aaron Jones. I've got him as well, so monitor that closely. Danny says she agrees with you and will now say all the words the way you do. I've seen the light. I was clearly saying all those words wrong before. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to this mile-long injury report. Austin Eckler, yes. questionable with an ankle injury. No word on whether he's going to play or not since he missed practice yesterday due to a personal issue, not due mm -hmm. to the ankle. So really monitored that, see if he's going to uh, practice either today or tomorrow. Otherwise, it'll be the Joshua Kelly show, who we did also give out on our waiver wires. Yeah, um, Brandon Cooks, he has a sprained MCL. They list him as questionable, but this is another one where I expect him to miss the game. So keep an eye on this. And I would watch for Michael Gallup to make an impact if Cooks does miss. And another one, Jacoby Myers, I just grabbed him, <laughs> just snagged yeah. him, uh, concussion protocol. And they, we likely won't know on this one until Sunday. So I would keep an eye on that too. Yep. Absolutely. I'm going to roll through these next ones real quick. If you don't mind, no, go for it. It's so these are just ones. Extensive. To keep an, yeah. These are ones to keep an eye on. Devonta Adams mispractice on Wednesday due to a foot injury. Jimmy G the guy thrown to Devonta Adams, limited participant with an ankle injury. Cardinals running back, James Connor limited with a calf injury. Jalen Waddle limited with an oblique injury. DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice due to an ankle injury. That's big for the Titans. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't play, I would say maybe try to trust Traylon Burks, though. I'm still kind of out on Traylon Burks. If uh, he doesn't play, I think. I mean, that's their main guy mm -hmm. then. Raheem Mostert mispracticed due to a knee injury. Monitor that because it might be Devin Chain's time to shine if he's healthy. Christian Watson didn't practice yesterday with a hamstring that forced him to miss week one. And Jerry Juni Judy. Jerry Junie. Junie. Jerry Judy. Also, <laughs> I'm going to call him Jerry Junie from now on. <laughs> there you go. Jerry Judge Judy. Um, yes. He missed week one with a hamstring injury, but reports said he was close to playing. He's been limited this week. However, since he was close last week, you would assume he will suit up this week. So there's so many. After week one, just everybody got injured. Yeah. Just everyone. Agreed. It was crazy. Before we uh, get to our start sits, 
Captain Joe King, huge fan of the stream. Thank you for that. We appreciate Thanks. it. Should he flex Madison, Miles Sanders? I assume that's Miles Sanders or Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. I'll start if you don't mind. Yeah, I need to think a minute. I am one of those people. I am so analytical. I know. You I, know. Need, <laughs> I need you, to you think. Like to look at the numbers before <laughs> you throw it out. Um, I like Garrett Wilson. I just worry with Zach Wilson throwing to him and how good mm-hmm. that Dallas defense is. So this is a week that I would not trust Garrett Wilson. I uh, I do like Miles Sanders a lot. I think he's mm-hmm. going to um, continue to carry that backfield for them. So between Miles Sanders and Alexander Madison, that one's tough. New Orleans defense that Miles Sanders is going against is really good. And, uh, but so is Philadelphia's. However, Philadelphia's defense banged up. I think Justin Jefferson is going to be shadowed. And, uh, I don't know if he's, he's going to get his, you know, it's Justin Jefferson, but I don't know if he's going to dominate like he normally does. So I almost lean Alexander Madison on that, um, for the Vikings against the Eagles. What, what do you think? Over Miles Sanders? <sighs> Just because of that Saints defense. That Saints defense is good. Go ahead. You can disagree with me. That's I'm fine. Kind of leaning towards Sanders. Kind of leaning towards Sanders. Um, let's see what the Saints did. Sorry, we're pulling yeah. up some stats real quick. Oh, Saints, that means you need me to go. Saints to allowed 104 rushing yards, mm-hmm. and the Eagles allowed 316. That's passing. Oh, passing. 76. Sorry, 76. So, um. Maybe even with Nicobe Dean out, maybe you're thinking uh, Miles Sanders. Kind of. Miles I'm Sanders. Kind of leaning that way. I think you can't go wrong with either of them, to be honest. Uh, if you the, I worry about the Madison play because we were high on Pacheco last week and we gave him out for <laughs> Thursday's game, and then and it's that like was a dud. You have a disappointing right away, so that always sucks. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you. I'll go with Miles Sanders. I would say flex Miles Sanders in there. Thanks for listening and mm-hmm. tuning in, Joe King. We appreciate you. You don't have to agree with me. No, you you convinced me when we were looking at uh, yards allowed. I thought Eagles defense gave up a little bit more than that. So you, you got me there. Okay. Good call. All right. Should we get started on our start sit? Yes. I'm going to. Oh. I, I do just want to say. Um, Hopefully we we nail the starts this this week because for starts <laughs> we were good on sits. We yes. knew I would not. Joe Burrow <laughs> we was knew who not to play. That was a. I felt like that was kind of controversial saying sit Joe Burrow. Oh, well, we got some shit for that. But that's um, okay. Three points. I I mean. Yeah, projected twenty. But every other quarterback did better. <laughs> I know. And you didn't listen to us. I couldn't. I didn't feel like I could. I like I told you, I did not have. You did have Kenny Pickett. But his 10 points, nine points would have been better than three. (laughs) Yeah. for sure. I just felt it's one of those things where I need to like because I agreed. I thought that in that match, like I just thought that was going to be a bad matchup. And it was for them. And while I agree, yeah, you should sit him when I had to do it myself. I didn't feel like I could, <laughs> and I won't. I'm not going to go against. Don't go against us. Mm-mm, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> All right, well, it bit me. Yeah, let's kick it off with starts. I'm going to start with quarterbacks. Do you All have right. a quarterback? No. Okay, so I looked at the quarterbacks and the the ones that were projected higher. It's like, yeah, I could see him mm-hmm. getting that. The ones that were projected lower, or I guess lower numbers. 
Um, I didn't feel comfortable with many of them hitting over their projections, which just okay, as a well, reminder, we're talking half PPR points. Yes. And for start, we're saying that they're going to exceed the projections you're seeing on all your apps, whether that be sleeper, ESPN, whatever. I don't think many quarterbacks are getting receptions. No, no, I know that. I'm just <laughs> saying in general. And then for sits, it's we think they'll did, underperform. Two of them did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Desmond Ritter caught Ritter. his own pass, and mm-hmm. so did C.J. Stroud, I believe. It, you know, it was Stroud. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Weird, weird week, but yeah. Do they get points for that? <laughs> Absolutely. That's that goes in the stat category. All right. Well, I do have a quarterback I'm going to throw out there, and this is this is weird to say, Mac Jones. Oh, we're on the Mac Jones. <laughs> I, well, train. I don't know if we're on the Mac Jones train. <laughs> he did really well last week. Um, yeah. He's currently projected fourteen point four against Miami. Again, this feels weird, but Miami allowed twenty point nine two points to Justin Herbert last weekend. He threw for t- two hundred twenty eight yards and a touchdown. Meanwhile, um, Mac Jones against this the Eagles twenty four point one four. Yeah, I mean, he looked good. I I don't think we'll see him throw over fifty times again, but he still looked good. Yeah, because he was our was he, he was our third. Yeah, throws a lot. Throws a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, fourteen point four mm-hmm. does feel low against Miami, who you know they're going to have to throw against to keep up with. Mm-hmm. They are, and yeah. so I just feel. Oh, Miami. T- thinking about Tyreek. <laughs> Sorry. Why don't you calm yourself over there? <laughs> thinking about Tyreek. Anyway, obviously, we don't need to tell you to start Tyreek, but I have a, he's my, one of my football crushes this, this season. I mean, he's always, he was last season too. And the season before that, he's always been on my list. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm saying start Mac Jones. That's, that's fair. Um, Philly Mike OG, we will get to your question in just a second here. I'm going to go to uh, running backs real quick and talk about Damian Pierce, Mm -hmm. who is projected 12.3 against Indy, which is kind of higher. But this is a division game, and I think this is going to be like a grinded out type of game. And Pierce is a big part of this offense. Um, I kind of talked about it in or I'll kind of talk about it a little bit later in a question we got. But I heard a lot of like, oh, Singletary got this and mike boone got that pierce still led in rushes and everything um and i know he only scored 5.7 against the Colts yeah. or against the ravens mm-hmm. but they were down quickly in that game they had to throw the ball more often they kind of abandoned the run quickly um i i'm gonna do an, a prediction here okay he's gonna get into the end zone this week for a touchdown pierce is a couple catches and over 80 total yards the uh, the Colts allowed 18.9 to ETN last week, and I think Pierce exceeds that uh, or gets around that same number. So he's really? going to exceed his 12.3. That's a ballsy. Ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him getting over the 12.3, but you're going to say he's exceeding what ETN got last week? No, sorry. I meant exceeding 12.3. Okay. Getting around I was going to say, you're like, I, think, I don't know. I think he'll get around the 18, <laughs> okay. 18 to 20 mark and a half PPR. Glad you corrected yeah. yourself there or clarified because I'm like, <laughs> eh, I don't know if I agree with this one, Justin. <laughs> um, Gus Edwards. He I th- He's currently projected 5.4 against Cincinnati. I think he's going to do better than that. Now, we know Dobbins is out. I don't like this backfield at all, but I think that the 5.4 seems way low. Um, He's still going to get carries. He scored 5.2 last week, but you have to remember that's with 
Dobbins starting part of the game. So I know a lot of people, I saw Justice Hill going on the waivers this week, but whether Gus is a starter or Justice Hill, I don't think, um, I think, I think he's going to get more than that 5.4. He's not going to win you your league this week by any means, in my opinion, but I could see him getting closer to 10 points. Yeah. This number is weird because as he was the RB two to JK Dobbins, Mm -hmm. he got 5.2. And I think he's going to be the first guy that gets the carries. Kind of. Not justice Hill. I I mean, we'll see. Yeah. The way justice Hill is going off of the waivers. Yeah. He's more of a red zone guy in my opinion Mm -hmm. though. So I think Gus is going to be able to grind out enough yards and catches to easily get over the 5.4. I agree with you there. Let's get to a couple questions real quick. Okay. Philly Mike OG super flex league. I read this one and I kind of, cringed for you i'm sorry to hear this but aaron Rodgers is dead and his only other quarterbacks are jimmy g sam howell and josh dobbs who do i start that's rough uh the raiders play the bills who obviously couldn't stop the jets um and zach wilson from scoring so if jimmy g is healthy i'm kind of leaning that way sam howell plays the broncos and the Cardinals Mm -hmm. play the giants i could see kind of leaning into the giants sucking angles after that performance against this Dallas. Is rough. This is a rough question. This, this is rough. <laughs> um, but I think if you just I'm dropping Josh Dobbs out of there. I don't think he's a talented quarterback. I don't think he'll be no, starting no. by week three or four to be honest. So keep an eye on Clayton Tune. But uh I think I'm going Jimmy G. He's got better weapons with Jacoby he Myers does. and Devontae he, Adams if they're all healthy. He does have more. I yeah I'm not a I'm not re- this is rough. This is just rough. I don't know if I like the Sam Howell option. I, I don't know. I don't like it either. Yeah. But I do think the Raiders have a lot more weapons for. I agree yeah. with you. They have more weapons for Jimmy G. I'm not sold on Sam yet. Um, and I think Washington is going to run the ball against Denver. I think that's how they're going to have their success. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for checking in, Philly Mike OG. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good, good luck. luck. Got some other questions. Start George Pickens or Nico Collins. I don't know if I can trust the Steelers right now. After that performance against the Niners, was that just the Niners defense being that good? Or was the Pickens and Pickett overhyped this offseason? Because I, I was big on them. I, drafted I don't know them if in they were overhyped. I don't know. They looked really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> we watched that game At and that home. was like. Yeah. They go against Browns. It's yeah. still in Pittsburgh. It's that's still a big tough, rivalry, tough division rivalry. Tough, and remember, yeah. they held Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd to next to nothing last mm-hmm. week. For me, I'm going Nico Collins. I like Nico this week. Um, going against that Colts. Um, I, you know, I just laid the case out for Damian Pierce and them running the ball, but still, I think Nico Collins is going to get his. And he was a big part of that offense. Yeah, 26% of the target share. Yeah. So I would go Nico so, Collins. That's. Where I was leaning. Yep. All right. Sorry to steal that from you. <laughs> uh, Carlos Rodriguez found you guys by searching fantasy football on YouTube live. Welcome. And uh, glad you're joining us. Here's mm-hmm. my question. Start one flex one. Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley and Roshan Johnson. Mm-hmm. That one's easy for me. You want to go ahead? Go ahead. Calvin Ridley. Like got to start Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Roshan Johnson. Hold on. I need to pull up his. He. Sorry. I'm going to jump in and say 
I feel like you flex him. No, no, you you don't you... sit your studs. Chris Olave is a stud. Um, with the Saints, I think just Derek Carr is going to keep feeding. Sorry, him. I missed Chris Olave. I thought it was Nico Call. No, that's no. the last question. Jesus, <laughs> keep up here. Chris Olave, Calvin yes, Ridley, no. Roshan Johnson. Yeah, you. I think Calvin Ridley, you start. Then you've. Either way, yeah, I think Olave I think, and Ridley are your yeah. your best bets there. Uh, Roshan looked good, mm -hmm. and maybe the Bears get him more involved. But I think it's important to note he didn't get in the game until the last like five minutes when the Bears were way down. I don't think they're going to be way down to Tampa Bay, so I like Olave and Ridley in that one. Mm -hmm. I think your Bears Homer fandom wanted to just throw Roshan in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do well this season. Yeah, Rushman checking in. How's it going? Um, Philly Mike OG has a trade offer for a quarterback right now. Kirk Cousins and Najee Harris for Devonta Smith and Rachad White. That's in the Superflex League. And remember, his other options are Jimmy G, Sam Howell, and Josh Dobbs. Right, I got to read this, Justin. I'm not doing well with you just telling me these things. <laughs> Should I write them down and pass them over? No, just, what is it? Repeat uh, it. Kirk Cousins and Najee Harris. Mm -hmm. That's who he would be receiving for Devonta Smith and Rachad White. So Bucks running back Rashad White, of course, Eagles wide receiver Devonta Smith. Najee Harris didn't look good, but I I want to say it's a I don't know. Najee Harris disappointed me so bad last, last year. And he's not and off to a good I start. I decided I was going to give him a second chance this year. If he doesn't pull it together quickly, I am I'm going to be pissed, honestly. Yeah. Um but I want to say that, that that first week is just a a really bad week. And that he's going to get it together. The 49ers creamed him. I mean, mm -hmm. nothing for the Steelers went right. No. So, yeah. I think in a super flex league, because of the fact that you have only Jimmy G, Sam Howell, and Josh Dobbs, I don't love giving up Devonta Smith. I'm indifferent on Rachad White. I think Harris is better than mm -hmm. Rachad White. I don't love giving up Devonta Smith, but in a super flex league, I think to get Kirk Cousins, it's worth it. it you need you need the help. Yeah. You need help. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, <need help. laughs> you do though. Um, Kirk Cousins is a solid quarterback. Yeah. Um, Nick, Nick Fortune hopping in the chat saying, What a nice comment from J Mark about the 49ers. <laughs> gotta gotta be uh gotta be real. They looked good. Um, Carlos Rodriguez, to be fair, Najee had a hurt foot all season last year and was still had a consistent floor. I agree. Uh last last question. From Philly Mike G, you can keep asking him. It's all good. Um, Nico Collins, Christian Kirk, or Jahan Dotson in the flex. Again, we we both are pretty high on Nico this week. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to have a good week. Yeah, and I think he's going to be consistently good. I think Stroud showed that he likes getting him the ball. He led the target share. I think you said 26%, was it? Is that 26. 26% of the target share. Um, it, and maybe he doesn't keep 26, but I think he'll stay above the 20% in that target share. And CJ Stroud, I think is going to be a decent quarterback better than I expected to start right away. And, uh, I think he'll continue to get better. Uh, one more question here. Should I do Mark Andrews and Christian Kirk for Waddle and Higby? Um, so he would, I believe, Real Burgers is saying they would get Waddle. Mm -hmm. Or no, they have Waddle. <clears throat> Read it I, again, Justin. Read okay. it again. It says, should I do Mark Andrews and Christian Kirk for Waddle and Higby? I got Waddle. 12-man, full PPR. 
Um, so giving up. I think giving up Waddle. I like Mark Andrews, but I don't think I'd get rid of that part of that Dolphins offense right now. What do you think? I know you like your. I like my elite tight ends, yeah. and Mark Andrews is an elite tight end. Right. But Waddle, that Dolphins offense is exciting, especially, I don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. they're going places. <laughs> yeah, I think I would keep Waddle then. You agree? Or if you're getting Waddle, I would probably make that trade. I want pieces of that Dolphins offense mm-hmm. now. I, I think Waddle is a solid keep or get. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion there. Right. Who else was involved in that? Uh, Christian Kirk mm-hmm. goes with Mark Andrews and Tyler Higby goes with Jalen Waddle. Um, yeah, I, I think I would, I would go with the Waddle side. I, I like Waddle as well. Yep. All right. Um, new injury report: Kyler Gordon, cornerback for Bears, placed on IR due to hand injury suffered in the game. So they'll move from the 31st defense to the 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> and who's a good DFS cash quarterback? Um, I'd have to think on that. I'll tweet that out because I'm going to have to look at that and see what the prices are. Because for DFS, for me, I, I it's all about the pricing and who you can get um, for a good deal. Because I don't, I don't always like to invest in my quarterbacks unless it is a rusher. Actually, I do like Justin Fields this week. I think he has a bounce back game. And I think the thing that frustrated me. No, we're going to go with Fields. Well, just (laughs) without looking at pricing, I would go with Fields. Um, I don't love what they did having him throw the ball 37 times. It was almost like they tried to coach the Fields out of Fields. You cannot do that. He is a, a natural very athletic runner and you got to get him running the ball more. Mm -hmm. So um, anyways, let's switch back to our start sits real quick. Keep the questions coming if you have them, but I want to talk about Travis Etienne, and uh, 14.6 points is his projected, which is a decent amount Mm -hmm. against. I think most people would be starting him. Yeah. But I think, but if you, if you're loaded or you got him late, cause I know in some leagues, it seems like people weren't high on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he has a big game and I, I grabbed this video that I wanted to play um, right here. Lawrence fires and it's caught by Ridley and he's still going Calvin Ridley down the sideline and he was finally ruled out of bounds. Now I realized that was Calvin Ridley with the ball in his hands, but look at the hustle out of Travis Etienne running to block for him. That's an impressive thing, and that's a thing the organization is going to look at and be like, we need to just keep this guy on the field. We need to keep feeding him the ball. And uh, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Kansas City let David Montgomery get 13.4, and that's with Jameer Gibbs getting an additional seven. Etienne has this backfield, so I, he's going to get to that 18 to 20 range, in my opinion. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's fly through our receivers here. going to start with Jordan Addison projected 9.7 against the Eagles. The Eagles defense is down James Bradbury. Mm-hmm. So while Darius Slay will likely shadow Justin Jefferson, I feel like that leaves Avante Maddox against Addison. And Addison showed last week that he can take advantage when the defense is focused on Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He was targeted six times. He caught four of those for 61 yards and a touchdown. I think he's going to get around that 14, 15 points half PPR again. Yeah. 
No, I, I agree. I'm big on Addison. Just in general, I'm big on Addison mm-hmm. because of how the defense is going to have to focus on Justin Jefferson all the time. So I like that one. Um, I'm going to throw out Tank Dell for the Texans. I know we've been big on Nico, but Tank's only uh, five and a half, projected five and a half points and a half PPR against Colts. Last week he had 33 snaps. That was fourth on the Texans in wide receiver snaps, but they said this week that they want to get him more involved. He had 4.9 in those 33 snaps. So if he's getting more involved, in my opinion, he's uh, going to have more than 4.9. And I do think they drop some plays for him this weekend. He gets mm-hmm. in the end zone. One touchdown is all it takes to exceed that five and a half. So if you are stuck on flex players and you got tanks sitting there and you're not liking your other options, I definitely recommend starting him. I'm going to go back to our bears here. <laughs> Darnell Mooney. He's projected 6.9 against Tampa. The The Bears are going to want to bounce back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We It was a pitiful game. It was embarrassing. It was aggravating. You were a baby about it. I was mad about it. Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> but Tampa isn't great against the pass. Mooney was targeted seven times, caught four of those for 53 yards. That alone would be above 6.9, but he also scored a touchdown. I see him getting that again. Call me a baby. You know what? You were a baby. (laughs) It was a heartbreaking moment in my life. Um, Because Jordan Love owned us. Because Jordan Love. (laughs) I I did not think the ownership would transfer from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love, but I am now convinced that the Bears overhyped themselves about this I think it was a psychological loss. Honestly, it was what the... What was happening? I don't know. <laughs> um, real quick here. Uh, sorry, trying to catch up on the chat. Nick Fortune, Purdy, Carr, or Cousins, which quarterback would you start? I would start Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to find yes. some success against Philly. Spoiler alert. Purdy's on my sit list. Ooh, spoiler alert. Uh, Rushman liked the video of ETN. Yeah, I thought that was crazy just watching him excel and block like that. Uh, shout out to. Brizzy, y'all deserve more love for this podcast. This is great. Thank you. We really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe. That helps us a lot. Smash it. Smash it. <laughs> Every time you say smash. Smash. Um, <laughs> Don't just hit it. Smash it. <laughs> Brizzy also says Christian Cook, Puka, or Rashid Shahid at Flex. Oh, Rashid. That's tough between Puka and Rashid. Rashid is, I. you can be Puka. Right. You're Puka, I'm Rashid. <laughs> you be Puka. You're Puka. I feel like I just got insulted in some different language. You said our puka. Yeah, that's tough. I'm. I would be stuck between those two. Rashid. I just need to say his name over and over so I don't Rashid mess it up. Shahid. Rashid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. Rashid Shahid. <laughs> now you're gonna get yourself messed up. Um, Philly. I picked him up in almost every every league. Yeah. Yep. So that's how I feel about him. Philly Mike commenting that uh, Eagles down to Kobe Dean. The middle of field will be open. Agreed. Um, spoiler alert. Nick says that you are off the Christmas list. Breaking news. Spoiler alert. We still have his Christmas gift. <laughs> we do still have your Christmas <laughs> gift from Lester, Nick. Um, breaking news. I wish we had the breaking news drop. The big channel does. But Rashad Penny expected to see a first lead back workload versus Minnesota. This organization must not like DeAndre Swift. I I thought that that was that was weird to me. Yeah, because um, Swift got next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Penny was a healthy scratch, though. 
knowing how Philly works, Boston Scott will have the most carries in the backfield and get all the red zone carries because Philly just likes fucking with us. I am convinced <laughs> that's how it is. Uh, Joker, the Joker says Brandon Ayuk, Alexander Madison, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert, Khalil Herbert, full PPR pick two. Uh, first of all, I love Tyler Algier, even with Cordero Patterson coming back. Um, so that's my pick mm-hmm. for one of them. Ayuk, Madison, Mostert, or Herbert? Mostert's dealing with an injury. Hold on a minute. Can I? Oh. You... Yep, I got it on the screen there. Ayuk, Madison, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert, Khalil Herbert, full PPR pick two. Did you all thinking? Did you all thinking? I like Algier. Yeah, I, that's what I said. Ayuk. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. I was stuck between Ayuk and Herbert. Well, Algier. You're going Algier and Ayuk for two? I think so. All right. Algier and Ayuk. Well, who are you? You don't have, don't agree with me. What is this? I know. You never um, agree with me. <laughs> I do. I do like how Ayuk looked, but I also think that big of points. Oh, I just noticed Joker's, uh, Bear, oh, uh, go bears! There, go oh, bears! Love bears. that. I just don't know if I trust Herbert to be a top fantasy running back yet, as far as points, especially with splitting that with Roshan, with Dante Foreman. Fields getting his. Um, I'm gonna zig while you zag. I'm gonna go Ayuk and Madison. I think Madison ends well, so up. We agree fine. on Ayuk. Yeah, you're going Madison. Yep, I'm going to go Madison uh, against the Eagles there. I think he'll find some success. Um, So let's get back to some starts. One more thing before we move on to tight ends, because I know we just did our wide receivers there. A.J. Brown is an obvious start. Yeah. I just want to highlight something that I think he's going to do much better than his projection. He's currently projected in half PPR 12.7 against Minnesota. And while 12.7, it's solid. Obviously, you're starting A.J. Brown. But I think he tends to show up in big moments in this game against the Vikings. I feel like it's going to be a big game. Yeah. I also think they're going to need to pass the ball more often. And Brown is that he's an alpha. He <laughs> so, is. He's going to want to prove that especially like with guy. just Yeah, I was just going to say yeah. Justin Jefferson on the other side. I just think he's going to have a, a big game. I think yeah. he's going to boom. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, for tight ends, I'm going to talk about Kylan Granson for the Colts. I know everybody's going, like, who? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, there's a song that we listen to by some sort of Granson thing that it, every time I see his name, I think of it. I, I'll think of it later. But anyways, he had 15% of the target share for the Colts last week against a pretty good Jags team. I think the Texans have a tough defense as well, but I think there's going to be enough volume to get him over four points. That's 40 yards. He's. I get that it's more of a desperation play or a deeper league play, but if you need a, a deep play, like I'm in some leagues that you have 18 teams or 22 teams. One of them had 22 teams. I think he's going to score at least six points this week. So I'm glad I'm um, not in one of those leagues. <laughs> 22 teams. That's 22. just too much. It's crazy. I like to see points yeah. <laughs> for my week. All right. Well, who do you got tight ends for points? This is weird. I almost think we need to bring back Hunter Henry. Oh, my goodness. The Mac Jones training. <laughs> I told you, I don't know when I told you, Monday maybe, that I, this is why I'm bringing him back. But anyway, that we're done whispering Hunter Henry. But I think maybe he might be relevant again-ish. Yeah. To, ish. Hit and miss relevancy. Yeah. 
like inconsistent relevancy. <laughs> I think this week it might be the week. I don't think that's a thing. But... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's projected 6.4 against Miami. I'm starting. I would start Mac Jones, depending on who you have a quarterback. I would start Mac Jones. And I just feel like Hunter Henry supports Mac Jones. I think we saw that last week. Mm-hmm. And he was targeted six times, caught five of those for 56 yards and a touchdown. It is only 8% of the target share. But I think, I like, think, I mean, we saw Mac Jones throw a career high, I believe. I think even as his passing attempts go down, Henry's uh, target share goes up, right? Mm-hmm. Because it is a guy he relies on. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I just kind of like this this week. And for those playing the home game, doing the math, I mean, last week he scored more than his 6.4. Yeah. So he, I, mean, <laughs> I can tell you exactly what he scored last week. Tell me exactly what he scored last week. <laughs> um, I could have done the math. Let's see. Five catches is two and a half. Five, 59 yards, did you say? So that's 8.4 plus a touchdown is 14.4. 16.6. Did I do that right? Yeah, 16.6. Oh, that's in PPR. I apologize. That's not half. That's in PPR. Full PPR? It is in full what PPR. What are we doing here? We need to, I need to alter our uh, thing, but let's flip back to our start. I've been looking at this as half PPR because we always go half PPR. You gave me this number. <laughs> You put numbers onto that stat tracker in PPR. I'm sorry, honey. I will fix it. Uh, I'm going to throw out Cole Komet. Right, you will. <laughs> 6.5 versus Tampa Bay is his projection. This is a homer pick, but he was targeted seven times. He got five of those for 44 yards. And I think he gets in the end zone this week. I always like his celebration where he hits his home run. Given 12 points this week. I'm saying I'm calling 12 points. This is the second time I'm calling somebody's exact points. So you're calling exactly. We'll see if uh, bet. You bet under. Yeah. Oh, you think under. Okay. Under 12. Um, I can see him getting around 10. Yeah. This will be so start Cole Komet for 12 points, not six and a half. We'll see I, if this is this the Bears fan in you. Like, yeah, I said it's a homer pick. Yeah, I know. But you're like saying 12 points. Like, you're that's well, optimism and hope. I think he gets another. <laughs> 40 to 50 yards. I think he gets a touchdown and then plus his catches. Um, I'm not so saying points. not start him mm-hmm. here with this, but I'm just saying, I don't know. 12 could be 12 is hopeful. Colcomet 12 points. Book it. Let's talk about people we're sitting. Cause this is what we really hit. Well, <laughs> last week. All right. I'm, I'm starting us off. I already said, spoiler alert, Brock Purdy projected 17.4 against the Rams. I know. The 49ers beat up on the Steelers last week, and Brock looked pretty good. <laughs> ah, I get it. Um, however, I think that this division rivalry is going to be a grind, like grind it out type of game. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he scored 16.8 last week. He's projected more this week, and I just don't think he gets that. With the Rams. Yeah, I mean, they won 30 to 7 last week, and he he only contributed 16.8. Like, that's what he got out of the 30 points. Um, So, yeah, I don't understand why this number went up either. I don't get it. Mm -mm. Sorry, Nick. Um, So, he's not, I don't think, maybe, depending on who your quarterbacks are, and maybe in super flex, whatever, but I just don't see him getting mm 17.4. If you're relying on that number, I'm sitting it. Yeah. Um, Brizzy says off NFL topic, but do y'all have a 
college team. Uh, Hawkeyes. We yeah, we do live in Iowa <laughs> and pick Hawkeyes over Cyclones. I also really like the Boise State Broncos. I have since Kellen Moore was their quarterback, and their uh, their um, coach said, you know, we'll play anybody anywhere and we'll beat them. I always like their mentality. Nick says anytime player touchdown prediction for tonight's game. I have to think on that, Nick. Um, jelly of the month. I want a jelly of the month to be part of that club. It sounds fun. Bench has Antonio Gibson and a hurt Brandon Cooks. Drop either for Jacoby Myers or Kendra Miller. Um, I would pick up Jacoby Myers if you think he's going to play. And I Antonio Gibson is who I think I would drop. I saw him dropped in a lot of leagues. He had another fumble. That has been a problem for him with this organization, his, him fumbling. And uh, I think this is Brian Robinson's show. I think Antonio – I thought Antonio Gibson was going to be good in Eric Bieniemy's offense. I thought they'd find ways. It's Brian ways. Robinson. But, yeah, it's Brian Robinson. Um, I feel like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would I would drop – if I had to drop one of those, I would drop Antonio Gibson. Danny says, go Hawks. All right. Um, my sit is Jordan Love because fuck the Packers. <laughs> Because fuck the Packers, right. and we're out. <laughs> Rejected 15.8 <laughs> against Atlanta. Everybody's riding high on Jordan Love because he scored 23 points against the Bears. Look, we sucked. We we looked like shit. We made, I feel like we made them look good. Yes, he's not going to have that luxury against the Falcons who have a, a decent defense. So I'm going to call it. He doesn't make his 15.8 points. Don't, don't I, I guarantee you people are starting again. love this week, though, based on last week. They're like, oh, oh yeah. overreact button for sure. Um, And starting him. But I I don't know if I would yeah. trust it this week. Just wait and see. He's a wait. I don't have him. I don't have any shares of love. Right. We're going to fly love. through these because this is lunch hour and I do need to get back to work. I know this got <laughs> crazy, but I love it. Yeah. Running backs for me. Dion Jackson. He's projected 8.2 versus the Texans. This running back room is messy. Zach Moss is back. Jackson had the most action in the backfield last week, and he got um, 1.4 points yeah, on 13 pitiful. carries. Yeah, 14 yards on I don't know what carries. you think. That's just not good. I think I could do better than that. <laughs> and, We're going to throw you in the game. And if you're, <laughs> Let's add to this messy. And if you're backfield. watching on YouTube, I wouldn't say I'm the most athletic guy, but <laughs> I think I could get 14 yards on 13 carries. Um, I'm going to say Dalvin Cook. He's projected 9.2 against Dallas. He scored 7.4 against Buffalo, but Dallas's defense looked killer against the Giants. Um, I, I don't think they'll be that good, but mm-hmm. Cook had three receptions, but he's rather inefficient carrying the ball. I don't think he's going to be a factor in this game, despite the fact that Zach Wilson's going to need to rely on his running backs. He, don't don't start him. I I would sit Dalvin Cook. He's not getting nine point two. Here's some somebody else I would sit, and this is gonna be controversial here. Throwing it out, Kyron Williams. He was a hot pickup. He was a, gonna, everybody. Talk, I'm gonna look at sleeper to see. His, yeah, you his rise. you get that. So he's projected nine point nine against the 49ers. Everyone is on the Kyron Williams train. Najee Harris couldn't score nine point nine against the 49ers, and I think Kyron Williams is a much worse running back than Harris, even though like I'm a little, I'm a little pissed at Harris right now. But anyway, (laughs) um, last week's game was, it was weird with the 49ers dominating as much as they did. And I think the Rams are going to be closer. So 
I don't know. Don't don't sleep on Acres having a bounce back game. Yeah. Um, Kyron Williams was added in 129.4 thousand leagues. It's a lot of leagues. That is a lot of leagues. I'm going to lead us straight into wide receivers too with Drake. Also, Nick Fortune says, sorry, when I see you in person, I think athlete. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> and AES trade Nakua and Kelly for Godwin and Kirk, half PPR. Um, they're going to list their team, but I already would say no. I like Nakua better than Godwin. And I like Joshua Kelly's upside after splitting carries with Austin Eckler. Go ahead. Drake London is my. Wide receiver sit. Automatic, right? After zero points. Zero points. So I just, I don't know if I, I'm not ready to start him and give him another chance. I did have him in one of my leagues started, one of my deeper leagues, my yeah. dynasty. Anyway, um, he's projected 8.9 against the Packers. Alexander of Green Bay, like he shut DJ Moore down yeah, very well. So I have a feeling he'll be on London, who's coming off of a terrible game. Um, he was on the field 90% of the snaps and still got zero points Yeah, on one target. That's not good. One target, zero points, 90% <laughs> of the time he was out there. Like, so I think that he, for me, he's an auto fade until further notice. So AS saying they have Cooper Hopkins, Watson, Flowers, Nakua, Cup, and running backs, Najee, Pacheco, Swift, and Kamara, Cup, won't uh, or Nakua won't be worth much to him when Cup is back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, him or her. I don't want to assume. I just don't know if I I like Godwin enough to give up Nakua and Kelly. I know you get Christian Kirk, who is good and uh, like Brizzy was saying, could go off at any time in that offense. That's a tough one. What are your thoughts? I need to. I sorry need to read it. I put up trade Nakua. Okay. Thank you and Joshua Kelly for Chris Godwin and Christian Kirk. And then I'll flip to the team here. They have Cooper, Dondra Hopkins, Christian Watson, Zay Flowers. So I don't, I do agree you don't need Nakua. Mm -hmm. Running backs, Najee, Pacheco, Swift, and Kamara. I don't know if I like getting rid of Joshua Kelly, though, with Mm -hmm. um, Swift, no carries last week. And now we're hearing Rashad. I want Najee to come back. Yeah, though Kamara is going to be relevant. I feel like he has to be relevant when he's back in what were a couple weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, I I can see that trade being good. Um, Honestly, I really feel like it's kind of an even trade uh, because you have Kirk's upside. And I understand wanting to move Nakua now. This might be the highest he will be as far as his trade value, because if he ends up having a dud and let's say Van Jefferson has the spotlight for the Rams this week, then nobody's going to want Nakua. So mm-hmm. if you're getting offers now and you want to move on him anyway, since you have Cooper cup, then I would go ahead and do that. Then you, you swayed me with your lineup here. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to sit Amari Cooper. Uh, he's projected 10.4 against Pitt. The Browns beat the Bengals down last week, but the passing game wasn't really the reason for that, I don't think, um, because Deshaun Watson, he ran for a touchdown, but he really didn't look that good. Cooper had seven targets, but only three catches, 37 yards, 5.2 points total. And I think Pittsburgh kind of has a little bit of a bounce back game. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I think they're going to bounce back. I think Cooper Cup sticks around that five points that he got last week. I have terry mclaurin on my sit (laughs) he's projected 10.7 against the broncos now i love scary terry 
Scary Terry. But Denver is a decent defense, and the Commanders were a little inefficient against the pass game this last week. 4.1 points against Arizona, who is basically selling the farm and tanking on purpose this year. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel confident in McLaurin this week with the Broncos. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to say Marquise Brown. Projected 9.8 versus the Giants. I know the Giants were terrible last week, so I get it. But how can you trust Cardinals players with Dobbs throwing the ball? He was targeted five times last week, had three receptions for 28 yards. He had a rush for 29 yards. I think that's why people are probably feeling good about him. Like, mm -hmm. oh, look at that 29-yard rush. He's not going to get that every game. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't like him to get 9.8 at all. I, I Four or five again. I'm going to move on to tight ends. And I'm going to hate on Kyle Pitts here for a little bit. <laughs> He's projected 7.6 against the Packers, much like Drake London. I He's on my auto fade. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a lot more I can say here. He was right. targeted three times, caught two of those. 7.6 is too high for Pitts for me until, until he proves otherwise. Agreed. Sorry, I had to mute myself so I could finally get my throat cleared rather than <laughs> trying to quietly do it on the side. Uh, I'm going to sit Darren Waller. He's projected 9.2 versus Giants. If you drafted Darren Waller, you probably can't sit him. But this hamstring injury has me nervous. Um, like we talked earlier, it's the same hamstring injury that put him on IR, except it's the nerves now. So it's going to be a pain tolerance thing. If it aggravates him and he you know, decides he can't go, mm -hmm. they're going to pull him from the game. So I, I just, I think you're going to have to wait a little bit longer to cash in on drafting Darren Waller. Uh, one more question here from because of reasons, who should I start at flex Addison tonight, flowers or Gibbs appreciate y'all think they're all excellent options, but I I'm big on Addison tonight. I think he's going to have a really good game, especially with the defense focusing on Justin Jefferson. I, I like that too. That's who I was going to All right. say out of those. We had a couple mail questions that we'll get to before we get out of here, since I have got to get back to work. <laughs> you are stressing me. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Here's the mail that never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail mail. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Albert on Twitter said Michael Thomas versus Carolina or Nico Collins versus Colts. So this will kind of play into uh, everybody asking about Nico. Um, he's a popular, popular play. People don't know what to do. Do you trust Nico in this Texans offense or was it a fluke? Well, the, so Nico goes against the Colts and they yeah. allowed 241 receiving yards to Jacksonville. And I will say 101 of those were to Calvin Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> and Nico is their number one guy. I'm not mm -hmm. saying he's Calvin Ridley. No, I, I'm not making that guy. comparison. Yeah. I'm just saying they gave up 101 yards to Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So there is that. And then Carolina, they held the Fa Falcons to 146 receiving yards. And, but at the same time, it was an Atlanta offense who wanted to run the ball early yeah. and often. Yeah. It was good to see Michael Thomas perform last week, but I don't know if I trust him to stay healthy yet. Mm -hmm. I, I like Nico in this situation. I do too. 
Yep. So two for Nico. Real quick, we have a question. Should I start? Uh, so I apologize if I mispronounce your name. Sarwar. Should I start Rashad Penny in a double flex league? A uh, little bit ago, we had uh, Philly Mike OG, who I got to assume is a Philly fan. <laughs> uh, breaking news that Rashad Penny will see some um, RB1 type role or type carries with him and Swift. So I would definitely start Rashad Penny in a flex league. I mean, it all depends on who your other options are, but this is a week that I feel confident starting Rashad Penny. Brizzy, definitely sharing this pod to my fantasy leagues. It's enjoyable to watch and y'all are very knowledgeable. Thank you. We really yes, appreciate thank that. You, thank you. And not sure if you're a whiskey fan, but join us on Mondays where we're going to do our waiver wires and we do a whiskey review. Um, so yeah, hit that subscribe Mondays button. we drink an old fashioned. We yeah. would probably drink an old fashioned if it was Thursday, Thursday evening, right. but lunch. No liquid lunch today. <laughs> Um, but thank you. We really appreciate it. Subscribe, hit your alert button so you know when we're live. And thank you so much for the support. Uh, trade review question from Andrew Rio Deal 3 on Twitter. Ramondre, mm -hmm. Roshan, and Drake London to get Damian Pierce and Chris Olave. What are your thoughts there? Ramondre, Roshan, London. Yes. And you get Pierce and Olave. Yes. Let's, well, okay, let's break this down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ramondre had 12 carries compared to Zeke's seven. Yep. Um, Rashawn, like you said earlier, he didn't play until like fourth quarter when the Bears were way behind. It's hard to tell if that will be the normal. I being, I want to be optimistic about it. I like Rashawn. Um, I do too, but I was, but insistent. I feel like that's more the bears fan in me. Yeah. <laughs> As a bears fan though, I was insistent that he was not going to be fantasy relevant. This you year were, but I, because of Herbert <sighs> Foreman, yeah. Roshan fields, mm -hmm. all running the ball. And then we already talked about just jumping ahead of your Drake London, yeah. zero points on the field. 90% of the time, one target, nothing became of that. And zero points last week. Um, Olave is a stud. We already said he's a must, must start. Um, so I think he should be in your lineup every week. And then Pierce, he only had 11 carries. Singletary had seven. I think Texans were down early against the Ravens and that kind of yeah. shifted the game. I've also seen, like, we've seen people point out Mike Boone was on the field for three down for third downs, not three downs third downs let me clarify <laughs> um but he was only targeted one more time than pierce i also think the two biggest studs in this trade are pierce and olave so for me i lean towards that compared to ramondre rashawn in london yeah no when i when i look at <clears throat> i like out of the ramondre rashawn london said i feel like ramondre has the most value there yeah but pierce and olave are more appealing to me than the three where I'm, I just told you I have London on like a fade. Yeah. <laughs> so. no, I, I always, when I'm looking at trades, I always, the first thing I want to say or look at is who's the stud in the trade and, or Olave. the best player. And Olave. Yeah, for me, it's Olave as well. So yeah, are so you comfortable already... giving up the other three to right. get a piece of yeah, that? So I already sway that way. And then Damian Pierce, for me, he does have value over rush Roshan and, I think Ramondre might be a little bit better, but I like the trade with getting Olave over London. So I, I like the Pierce Olave side as well. Trade review. Another one. This is from 
Poser Brew. Which side, 49ers defense and Daniel Carlson, the Raiders kicker, or Eagles defense and Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker? First off. <laughs> it's like they wanted to like it's, it's, make, make us talk about our <laughs> defense and kickers. Um, Obviously, they wanted they want an answer here, but I just can't believe we're comparing kickers. This is the first. Yeah, I normally uh, I stray away from trading kickers and defense because you can stream them. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think for defense, the 49ers look so good. The so, Eagle, we already talked about the Eagles D. They have injuries right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't for I feel like, OK, I'm just going to say kickers is a wash. I mean, obviously, Tyler Bass. Bill's offense. It's a high scoring offense. Typically mm -hmm. the Raiders, I feel like typically sometimes they might need to rely on the, <laughs> their kicker for some field goals. I don't know. I feel like I, I can't analyze these kickers. Like it's just a wash there. The You're kickers just, are a wash. I agree. It's a wash. Niner. I like the Niners D I'm looking at the defenses here in this trade. 49ers just like completely stopped the, the Steelers. Yeah. You heard it. She likes a Niner D. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. couple more questions before we Don't leave make me here. Hit you on our live, <laughs> right? Everybody saw abuse, right? Um, JK, Alex, would you trade Pickens for Godwin and PPR? I think Baker's game was a little fluky. I don't trust him as my quarterback to feed. And I think Pickens, same way, I think it was a little fluky in the fact that I think Pickett will feed Pickens more often. And I just think Pickens being the younger guy is more talented. So I like the Pickens side. I don't think I would give him up. Sorry, I didn't let you in. No, I kind of agree with that. Okay. And then should I trade Garrett Wilson away for T. Higgins? Garrett Wilson now with Zach Wilson throwing to him. However, he was still in the top last year, even with their slew of quarterback issues. But Higgins was very good, too. I think that's this a tough one. This is a tough one. Yep. Garrett Wilson, T Higgins. I know T Higgins had you zero. Can't, you can't even but... look at last week's performance for Higgins. Right. So that's just, it was a bad matchup. It's horrible. Now Garrett Wilson, the number one wide receiver, whereas Higgins is two to chase. Yeah. But I think Bengals offense is better. Bengals think, quarterback is better. Yeah. Higgins has a much better quarterback. But Wilson is number one target. <laughs> so that's that's a difficult decision. Yeah, that is. Um, that's almost a gut one, like whichever mm -hmm. one you feel is best. I lean a little bit towards the T. Higgins side just because Zach Wilson is now throwing to Garrett Wilson. But Garrett Wilson's also a very talented wide receiver, mm -hmm. so it's hard to trade him. I'm going to go opposite you, and I'm going to say. You say keep Garrett Wilson. I'm going to say it, yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, two more questions. Sorry, then we got to go out, but you can always hit our Twitter up at old fashioned FB. We're answering questions there. Uh, reach out to us, DM us, tag us, whichever you want to do. Uh, Brizzy says thoughts on Cowboys defense looking forward for the rest of the season. They are dominant. Um, they're going to continue to force turnovers. Micah Parsons is one of the best defensive players in the league, and he's going to accrue sacks, turnovers, everything. Um, so I would definitely feel comfortable as my defense going forward and fave rock. Should I trade Terry McLaurin for AJ doing AJ doing AJ <laughs> Dillon and judge Judy? Oh, sorry. Let me back up. Terry McLaurin and, and AJ, AJ Dillon, Dillon for judge Judy and Pickens. Jerry Judy. Let's just thinking. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you're trading away. Terry McLaurin and AJ Dillon. I would say if you have the running back depth, 
I would do that. I like it. Because I, I like Judge Judy in the offense. Um, I think Russ is going to feed him. I know he's not healthy yet, but he will be. And again, I think Pickens is a stud. Um, I know he didn't have a great game. The Steelers look like shit against the 49ers, but I think they will bounce it's, it's, back. It's too soon to react to that. Agreed. All right. Anything else to add? No, this has been fun. Thank you, everyone, for all the questions. Keeping us on our toes here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And reminder... We will be here every Monday night giving out waiver wires, and we will be here every Thursday, normally in the evening at 6 o'clock, doing uh, start sits. Hopefully we have another good week with that since we mm -hmm. uh, did well last week. And um, We didn't hit on all of them, but we... We hit on more than we missed. More than we missed, and that's <laughs> all I can ask for. <laughs> that's right. That's goal every week. Um, if you don't have anything else to add, we'll get on out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you thank for you, comments. everybody. Don't forget to hit the subscribe and check it out. Oh, real quick. Favrox has CMC, Madison, and Rachad White. So I think you're okay getting rid of uh, AJ Dillon. I think mm -hmm. you've got good, good running backs there. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.